Hello, Redditors. Hello, Challenge fans. Um, especially the Brits amongst you. Yes, I'm Levi Hall, your host of the Challenge Redditors React Roundtable podcast. And we have a very special episode of the podcast today to mark our final episode of the old Ride or Dies uh, season. Because we're not talking about Ride or Dies. We're talking about a new season of the Challenge that has just been released. Um, and here to talk about it are two fellow Brits. We've got, as always, Mr. Read This 28, the lovely George. How are you doing, George? Sorry, I'm trying to eat Chris subtly while you do the intro. <laughs> and I fail massively. <laughs> <laughs> and we um, have got, oh, we have got the man who makes a plethora of notes on uh, all of these podcasts. So I'm sure he'll have made loads this week. It's only Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? Very good. Pip, pip. The King's English, all of that. It's British week. Let's get into it. Yes, it is British week because you will notice we do not have our Americans here. We do not have Brian. We do not have Lauren because we are here to talk about the first ever season of the Challenge UK. Woo! God save the King. Woo! Now, <laughs> um, we had the uh, the Challenge UK was released last week over here in the UK. It was released every single night on Channel 5 um, and twice on a Thursday. Um, but also, interestingly, on Paramount Plus UK, it was all released on the Monday. Um, and over in America, it was released on Saturday. So I kind of feel everyone's probably watched it who wants to watch it, all three of us. So... Um, I kind of feel like now is a good time to talk about it. So what I want to do first is begin with how you felt when you heard that the Challenge UK as a show was being created. How on, excited Ryan. were you? Everyone's heard my opinion on this because we did a special podcast about the spin-offs. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I for me, it was a really... I guess kind of unique experience um, compared to my obviously as you guys know I came to the challenge much later than you and I didn't have I've never watched any American reality TV show so everybody I've seen has been new to me on every series unless they've been on a previous challenge series that I've watched whereas obviously this time it was kind of new because there were some of the faces that I knew from British reality TV shows. I still don't watch loads of reality TV shows but I knew a fair number of the, the faces and names and stuff so it's really interesting and I think you know it was I was when I first heard about it I was excited to see what you know what names we will get and and what British people could do you know, um, how entertaining they could be, especially when we've seen the Australian one be so interesting, and slightly less so the US version, but, you know, we've gone over that several times on this show. Hmm, cool. Ryan gave a very helpful response. Let me and here comes to... George. <laughs> <laughs> Bune, Bune and Murray are so... This is my problem, right? It may, I, I was optimistic, but prepared to get hurt. As someone who has recently started dating again, I'm pretty familiar with that range of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> but generally, they are... This production company seems to be so incompetent and hates the show it's in charge of producing that I was really worried. But what I was hopeful for was maybe if they got it at least slightly right, it's a show you can easily share in the UK. It seemed like a very natural way to grow the audience and 
countries that actually probably have a really exciting pool of potential contestants. I mean, let's be honest, War of the Worlds 1 and 2, probably best season of the modern era, maybe. I, for me, they're the best since Free Agents, right? I was like, okay, cool. If you can at least create a new series of casting pools to give me more seasons and like that, I'm overjoyed. What do we get? I'm sorry, I'm being a little bit facetious. Ooh, good words. We can go extra British on this one, guys. The American yeah, yes, we can, George. That would be wonderful, yeah. Yeah, top ho, watch out for that Hitler. I've heard he's a bad egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, one one thing you did uh, mention there, George, which was that, um, you know, the, the introduction of the UK cast members, they started with Vendettas, where we got um, Rogan and Joss, Kaylee, Melissa, and Kyle, and then they've slowly been yeah they've slowly been drip thread, drip fed um, through the seasons. Yeah. You know we've had the likes of Big T, we've had Jenny who obviously won. We've had probably the biggest name of them all from the UK, Sean Lineker, um, who appeared and then was very quickly eliminated from War of the Worlds too. Sean still hoping for the follow back. Um, but this was the first time that we would get a situation where UK players would be playing against UK players and would, as opposed to being integrated within the full group of the challenge. And this is all part of what they're doing with this global expansion, because as I'm sure everyone knows, on the 8th of March, not only is it my father's birthday, but it is the first episode of the Challenge World Championships. Um, and by the 8th of March, I mean next week, that is exciting. But one of the problems that I think that we found here is they somehow didn't have a release schedule for all of this. And what it's led to is Challenge USA coming out about seven years ago. It um, feels so long ago since I was watching that. It does. I mean. <laughs> I think some of them are still trying to complete the final. Um, <laughs> that would be true if they had all just not bothered. <laughs> um, cha yeah, challenge Australia. Prediction. Yes, but he is not from Britain. God save the king. Uh, challenge Australia being released and then kind of rushed through because of ratings. Um, Challenge Argentina being released in Argentina, but then being released everywhere else after the Global World Championships in which the winners compete. And then what happened with the Challenge UK? Now, when I first heard that we were getting five episodes, George, take that silver spoon out your mouth. Uh, when I first heard that uh, we were only getting five episodes of this show, I was very, very, let's just say underwhelmed. However... I was pleased that when it went out, it didn't feel like a rush season. It felt like there were only five episodes because we didn't have many people in there. How did you feel as soon as you heard five episodes, 41 minutes an episode? Are we going to discuss why it was cut down to five? Well, I mean, there's a lot of rumours that it was cut down to five because of the Queen dying. Wait, the and Queen a lot of... was so disappointed in the Brit performance, she died? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she... <laughs> It's it's sad as well because she had been waiting to see Sean Lineker on a second season of the challenge. Um and she will never see that. Um but you know <laughs> um no no but if, if I bet the, that, I bet the that, queen loved Carl. 
<laughs> that was quite a rumor, but actually, when you watch it, it doesn't seem like that's why it was five episodes. It feels like it was five episodes because they only had sixteen competitors. Were you disappointed yeah. when you heard it was only going to be five episodes strung out along, you know, a week in the death slot on Channel Five at eleven o five p.m.? Yeah, I mean, for me, as much as the five episodes, I almost think that the you know where when it was scheduled is is the bigger issue. Because I guess, you know, you're introducing a new audience to it. And so maybe 16 people, five episodes, not the end of the world. Now, of course, the Australians did it better because they did it bigger. And they got, to me, they got it much more right. I mean, we'll get into it more specifically as we go on, I'm sure. But the Australian series, to me, was really good. I really enjoyed it. Whereas the British one just, just seemed too short. It didn't really feel like a challenge series. And the lack of people obviously made, extenuated that so much and made it mean it had to be five episodes. But I do feel like you almost had an excuse and you could have got away with it. But the fact that it was in such a terrible slot means you question how many people are going to have watched this at all. Um, and sure, maybe on Paramount Plus, there might be more uptake. But I can't imagine loads of people were, were, were standing by to watch it. I've not even seen any, like, um, you know, any, any marketing for it or anything like that. Oh. You know, if you so I can I had to binge watch this all on Sunday. It's kind of all right. Interrupted by a very had good. Had to. Yeah. yeah. I'm honestly I'm fucking tired. This, this season has <laughs> gone on for like eight years. Interrupted by a very good game of rugby, by the way, though. France Scotland was awesome. I loved you, it. It was oh rugby's a real classic. Um, can I turn this entire? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to message, so right, I had to message Levi, I think it might be in the group actually, saying, how the fuck do I find this? Because if you just search the challenge, even the Challenge UK didn't turn up. Oh, really? You had to search specifically the Challenge UK, it was... Um, and this was on yeah. the 5TV app, wasn't it? This was on the 5TV yeah, app. Channel 5 app. It was like... The, even the fourth result down when you looked at the challenge, I didn't realise it was on like 5 past 11... No, no one I know. I, I know quite a few in the UK who are into reality TV, TV and it's not touched their radar. Um, I, I, I stand by it. The MTV team is incompetent at growing the game. It's almost like they're ashamed of the show they run and they want it to die. Which we actually don't mention enough of the... We are the Challenge Redditors React Roundtable. We will discuss the Reddit. Some people generally have theories and have quite strong feelings that they are going to try and kill the MTV version and just have the OGs on CBS and All Stars and then some of these international spin-offs. Well, discuss. This was the thing about the international spin-off. Um, <laughs> Am I going to get a sued, Levi? Are you going to get a sued? <laughs> nope, because as long as we say allegedly and just our opinion, we are absolutely fine. Allegedly, they're bad at their jobs. <laughs> Which is just George's opinion. I think um, you can say you, that you think someone's bad at their jobs. That's not... Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh. Well, I have some interesting comments to make sense <laughs> to some ex-co-workers tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, what, what we'll talk about is if, if we look at From Ride or Dies, The Challenge Australia, The Challenge UK, The Challenge Argentina... One thing that they did that was very smart was the fact that they pulled the whole production budget together and put it all into all of the shows together. 
Um, so they used the same house. They used a lot of the same games. They used a lot of the same eliminations. Um, you know, the final of the UK one was very similar to the Australian one. As big challenge fans, and I understand why they did this, because the idea is that a lot of people new to the show in the UK or Australia or Argentina would watch the show. But for people like us, and I think a lot of the Reddit, who love the challenge and therefore would try and watch every single season, I essentially just felt like I'm watching the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I kind of don't feel like the Challenge UK was aimed towards people like us three. Yeah, okay. That actually, if anything, makes it a bit better for their decisions. I mean, not the 11.05 time slot, but... (laughs) Ryan, you'll know this. What time does Love Island finish in the UK? Is it 10 o'clock? I think it's I think it's nine till ten most nights. I think some of the nights they have a long it goes on longer, but generally speaking, nine till ten. So the best thing that Channel Five could have done was actually put it on at ten oh five, and buy some advertising space on ITV two during Love Island, 100%. and put put people like Kaz uh, Crossley, put people like um, Marcel Curtis, even Nathan, who's big from Geordie Shore, on that advert. Yeah, and I mean, try likewise, and bring across those viewers after Love Island finishes. Likewise, um, similar with uh, only way, uh, not only way is Essex, um, made Chelsea similar thing. Yeah, only way is Essex is a similar idea, I guess. Right. The uh, put the <laughs> at that time. Cool. So it was produced incompetently. <laughs> Do we all yeah. agree? Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I just. The more I felt, watch, the more I thought about it, like going into this podcast while I was having my nap, the more I felt this, this version of the show wasn't for us. I actually haven't thought of that. And it, if anything makes it a bit better, not mm. as a product, I'm less annoyed with their incompetence. I'm very rude again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, just for, just for, I, I re-listened to the first episode we did of Ride or Dies, and I'm so excitable. I'm so giddy. It's lovely. Compare that to the jaded, cynical fuckwit I've become by the end of this season. I feel like I've aged about seven years. Not just because I injured my back half of the season. But it does feel like Ride or Dies has just been extended and extended with these Australian and UK and Argentinian versions. A hundred percent, especially like you say, because it's the same house and the same challenges. And like yeah. I did, um, I'd watched every single episode of the Australian one apart from the final for some reason. And so I binged the British version and the UK one. And then as soon as I finished the UK one, I then watched the final episode of the Australian one. And I was like, I've watched the, sa- I feel like I've watched same episode. The, same, the same final three times in the space of about a week. And I know the, actual proper challenge ride or die series the 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 final was a lot longer but there was still a lot of bits of that final in the other final mm. and so i was just like oh my god i feel like i've watched the same episode three times you're saying you did just as much work as anisa <laughs> can i put into perspective how disappointing <laughs> <laughs> like at this point anything i say is going to be misconstrued so um, <laughs> I actually forgot we lied about you um, being rude about that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, was, I, was, 
I'm just kind of being a bit shitty because <laughs> I don't really have many talking points because I've not even finished the British season yet. So <laughs> all I mean is, <laughs> Do you know who's like, won? Oh, no. <laughs> well, this this podcast is going to be a spoiler. I got about halfway through the final, was in the gym, got a bit tired. <laughs> Let's go back to work. Um, George, Kiki and Troy won. Who? <laughs> Kiki and Troy. <laughs> Who Kiki and Troy? <laughs> they won the Australian <laughs> one doing the exact same challenges and the exact same final as the UK one. Uh, I did watch the Australian. I'm really bad at my job. <laughs> Podcast host. I'm very, I'm very good at electrifying fleets. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, one thing I just want to put into perspective. Uh, I think I was just annoyed it was only five episodes because it felt like it was just put out to be out. To put into perspective, the final of the challenge Ride or Dies plus the reunion episodes of the Ride or Dies is longer than the whole of the Challenge UK season. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. Five, five is batshit, right? So I, I think Ride or Die, Spies and Lies and Allies are twice as long as they need to be. Mm. I think the sweet spot's about 13, 14 episodes, including one reunion. Like, mm. that's, what, that's what Rivals is. Free Agents yeah. is 16. That's a really good one. What's wrong with the world's? 15 okay fine yeah honest, honest to god i think one of the one of the funniest things i've heard possibly ever but certainly in the context of the challenge um was tristan at the end of the fourth episode before they go into the final talks about oh this is everything we've worked for we've worked really hard to get into this final that's what we're here for we've worked really hard i was thinking fuck off work really hard on a normal on a normal series yeah. of of ride or dies, episode four is around the time where if you've got out gone out in episode four, I forgot you were ever in the series. <laughs> As last week's quiz episode proved, when I did not know anything um, about ride or dies, um, week four, I, there's no way I've remembered you in week four, and yet here's some guy who's not been in an elimination, who's not won the challenge, who's done literally nothing you've barely heard from him all series going oh this is what we work for when we're going into the final like who the fuck are you to give you another idea i feel like nam was in ride or dies longer than the challenge uk was on <laughs> he was in he was in lolo's basement longer than the challenge uk was on <laughs> yeah he was he was stuck below deck do you know what i mean and speaking of below deck we had a number of competitors including one from uh the fantastic show Below Deck Mediterranean, a show that... Who's from Below uh, Deck? Courtney Veal. I don't watch any of these shows. <laughs> well, I mean, I think... Let, let's first, okay, talk about the host. So when I saw Mark Wright was chosen as a host, I thought, good choice, okay? Who's Mark He's Wright? really into his fitness. Uh, so, okay. uh, well, I'll explain. He's really, really into his <laughs> fitness, and he was basically the main character of uh, The Only Way is Essex for the first three seasons. And then he's gone on to be a presenter from that. Uh, the Only Way is Essex. Voice. Yeah, that's how he speaks like that. You know what I mean? No, uh, I, thought from... Everyone from Essex, I thought everyone from Essex sounded like Nicole Bass. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, George. <laughs> um, I just wanted you to do it. <laughs> you're such a basketball. But, um, 
but no, when I uh, when I heard he was going to be the host, I thought very very good choice. Um, he's got the history. He likes the fitness. I th- I thought he was good, but I didn't think that he had that that banter that TJ had. What did, what did you guys think of Mark as a host? Well, I think part of the problem was, um, and you know, again, I think this is we've possibly mentioned this on a previous episode when we were talking about when we mentioned Australian passing. Passing um, Brian E. When they hosted the Australian one, there was a lot of commentary, which wasn't some isn't something that we get from TJ. We don't get a running commentary, and I guess part of that was to do with the new viewers. Mm. But to me, Mark seemed to half arse it. He didn't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he he did it sometimes, but not a lot. Like back, Brian, he ditched, they did it a lot. And you you know, in every um, challenge, in every daily, in every uh, elimination, there was some sort of explanation, some sort of something that they yeah. they said while we were watching. And Mark was like here and there, every now and again, there'd be a comment here, a comment there, but it didn't feel full on, but it felt like that's what he was supposed to do. And it just, it was just a bit lackluster, I thought. I th- like you, I thought it was okay, but I definitely thought it could have been better. There was something missing, I felt. Yeah. So, so what, TJ is the perfect archetype of a sarcastic dad, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like Challenge Australia, a bit, bit slightly differently, live commentary, a bit more bubbly. I think you've generally got to find something to make you really stand out here. And what's... I would have done for the host here. One, it would have been Kyle or me. Hundred yeah. percent. Didn't we discuss that with TJ as well? We did. Yeah. yeah, he didn't know if he was doing it yet because then started filming. But I think for the Challenge UK, you want someone to be the um, you want someone to be like the guide for the audience. Yeah. Mm. So like almost fuck up the game a bit by giving people tips, the ones you like more. Be an active host. Like, say, oh, you should throw this person in because then this will happen. It'll be really funny. Just, like, go be a complete dick, but explain it to the audience while you're doing it. And I think that would hook people more because I'm quite lucky in that I fell in love with this show during World Wars 2 and I binge-watched, like, the first 12 episodes. So I yeah. got a load of the game stuff. I got to really click it. I got some good moments very quickly. When you're watching this episode by episode, it is not that gripping. Mm. I think I think it's difficult because, again, I go back to this thing that I don't think this show was made for us because everything that we watched on this show, we compared. We compared yeah. it to Ride or Dies. We compared Mark to TJ. We, we compared, you know, this to that. And I think what Mark did was he was... He was a good host of a TV reality show. But what he wasn't was a TJ-like character, which is what people like us are looking for. I think new people would have gone, oh, Mark Wright, oh, he's done a really good job. I'm glad he's, you know, I'm glad he's doing well. I don't think, but also I think for Mark, he was kind of stuck in a difficult spot because Bryony on The Challenge Australia it felt like they knew some of the cast because they were doing quite a lot of banter. Do you remember when they had the cast throw them in the mud pool and things yeah. like that? I feel like the only one that I think Mark knew really well was Lockie. Um, but I also feel like Mark 
distanced himself a little bit from the competitors, which TJ doesn't do. You know, you look at TJ's relationship with Bananas, Nanny, um, and I felt like Mark very much hosted the show, but he didn't bring his personality to it. And I think that's a real shame because I think had he done that, I think it would have added a a lot more. This is going to sound like I'm being rude. Mm. Like most of the things that I say. Has (laughs) he got, like, could he, did he have the capacity to actually be a good host? Yes. Like, like Levi, when you're a great host, you, you put a blanket on me when I had a nap on your sofa, you made me pasta and carbonara. (laughs) Pretty certain I woke up to you stroking my hair. It was incredibly lovely and I felt very looked after. Not just your hair, I was (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Okay, do you know what? I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, You guys know this, but the (laughs) listeners don't. Uh, Before I did the job that I do now, years and years ago, I used to work in TV. And I worked on a TV show that Mark Wright was the host of. Oh, cool. And one thing that Mark Wright can do really well which a lot of other, especially new hosts, struggle to do is have what's called open talkback on, which means they have the producer and the director in their ear. And I did notice on Challenge UK that Mark was wearing an earpiece, but they have the producer and director in their ear, but they have the producer and director on their ear on open, which means they hear everything they say, as opposed to waiting for them to press a button and give them instructions. And Mark Wright was able to have them on open and present and it was I think his first or second presenting job that he was doing when I worked on this show and I thought he was really really good now since then he'd got a job hosting extra in America where he'd had to have elocution lessons it was very much he was doing the links as opposed to the live stuff that's what Mario Lopez was doing and I this sounds really weird I feel like him hosting in America took away the spark that he has as a personality. Mm. But I do want to make it clear. I think he's a very, very good host, especially for someone so young into his hosting career. Are you going to clip this clip up, clip up and tag him in it? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you're nice about people, I just assume it's to get them on the show, which, by the way, well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cynical um, view, George. Sorry? Very cynical view. You weren't like this yeah. in episode three of Ride or Dies, George. What happened? Yeah, this season, this season has gone on for 15 years. I've been betrayed <laughs> multiple times, Ryan. It makes me have trust problems. Um, <laughs> good, good insight. Thank you. Yeah, um, it's really interesting. Ryan, um, can you name one moment Mark did during the season that was funny or this is bad? I can't really. No, I mean, can't, not, not, nothing, nothing comes, comes to mind. I mean, nothing bad comes to mind either you know I, no. like you know he wasn't a bad host he was a perfectly know. capable television host uh, absolutely yeah um, felt it needed something else and i don't just think that that's obviously we're going to compare but that's the thing like i mean i guess so obviously we're going to compare to tj but i don't even think necessarily the comparison with tj i think the comparison to Bryony is a much more interesting one because they're also new to this whole thing hmm. and that just seemed like a better fit for what we got um, on on the Isles. And again, you know, maybe we're looking at part of the problem being that it was so short and we didn't get to really see him shine a bit more because that was certainly the problem with the contestants as well. And I think as well, if you... 
what if Mark had tried to be like TJ and had done the TJ stuff? We'd be sitting here complaining yeah. about that. 100%, so he, absolutely. The, the problem, and that's why I say I don't think this show was made for us because whatever he did and whatever Brian he did, you know, they would have just been compared to TJ. So it's sure. very hard I, for them I, to I, make I, their... We're, we're not comparing him to TJ here. We're, we're wishing he had done something to elevate the game. And I think when it's a very interesting thing in TV, when the season's good, the host can step back and just let it play. Yeah. When it's not good, they have to elevate it. That's their job. I think there was one moment actually in the final where I was like, I wish he'd been like this the whole season, which was, I can't remember which challenge it was in the final, but one of them was really stuck and they turned to Mark and went, I think it was uh, Nathan said, oh, you could help us with this. And Mark went, I could, but I won't. <laughs> and I thought that's like the Mark Wright that I've seen before on other TV shows and that's yeah. what I would have loved to have seen and I, I don't know whether it was a you know production asking him to be like that him you know being a bit weary of I don't want to be too much like that because TJ's like that and then people are going to compare me I think it's very difficult to be a new host of an established brand oh, and I think it's so difficult to fit into that world mm. so so seamlessly like you say, you know, TJ is this beacon, this of 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 everything that is the challenge. He's so, the perfect man. Absolutely. Um, so let's let's move on to the cast. So yeah. Can I ask we, the first question? Sean Lineker was sadly not on the show. But Ryan, why do you hate Curtis? Oh, he's just the worst. You, you I mean, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, you did not watch his Love Island. Um, no, series. I've never watched Love Island. I've never oh, watched any reality. He's just <laughs> a big cringy weirdo who thinks he's really smart and um, profound. He's just not. He's just really annoying. And I mean, part of it is because I think his voice is really annoying, admittedly, um, and that is something he can't change. And so, you know, such is life. And well, he can. Was, Mark had elocution lessons, so... Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> that's what also annoyed me about AJ, because every time he spoke, I was like, oh, it's Curtis's back! But he's not, <laughs> it's just they've got the same voice. <laughs> um, but it just, oh, he's just so... He's just really cringy, really annoying. He was for his whole series. Um, and, yeah, he's just... That, that's it, really. I God, I've wanted him. to ask that for days. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Can I just say... Return to your normally established hosting. That, that was exactly what I wanted it to be. He's just the worst. He's not really the worst, is he, Brian? There have been fucking sex offenders on this programme. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell, George. Oh, wow. <laughs> So um, so to give context, by the way, um, when Ryan first started watching this in our WhatsApp group, he went, oh, for fuck's sake, not Curtis Pritchard. I fucking hate him. And not in the same way he hates Nanny and Anissa, um, <laughs> because he hates them as people, women, he's sexist. <laughs> oh, but, but Ryan, no, 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 he doesn't. No, no, no. Uh, Ryan doesn't actually hate Anissa and Nanny. That's Brian. Um, but... He he actually genuinely does hate Curtis Pritchard. So let's just go through the cast. Let's start with the women, and then we'll go over to the men. So uh, the women we had, Ashley and Horgan Wallace, who I remember from season seven of Big Brother, back when it was on Channel 4. Like, literally, she first was on TV about 20 years ago. 
I was going to say um, season one was 2000 or 2001, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, so me, she I must have been about 15 years ago. So she was a really random cast. Uh, Kaz Kamwi, I've never heard of before. She's from Love Island UK 7. Ryan, were you uh, had knowledge yeah, of her? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, Danny Menzies, who is the host of A Place in the Sun, Um I actually thought she was really good. Didn't know of her before. I knew yeah. of Ella Ray Wise from The Only Way is Essex because I listened to this podcast called Staying Relevant with Sam Thompson, who I would have loved to have seen on the show, and Pete Wicks, who I'd have also loved to see on the show if Sam Thompson was on it. Um, and there was these rumours that Pete Wicks was going out with Ella Ray Wise. But um, so, yeah, uh, Arabella Chi, I'd never heard of, but Love Island, you must know her, Ryan. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Beale. Courtney Beale. You answered that so cagedly. It's like, yes, I did. Yes, I am aware of Miss G. I have seen your neighbor. Courtney Beale from Below Deck Mediterranean. Never heard of that show in my life, but it seems like George is a big fan. Uh, Zara Zoffany. The only reason that I had heard of Zara Zoffany from the Royal World is because there were some articles that came out in the Daily Mail sidebar of shame whilst filming was happening from AJ Pritchard's girlfriend at the time saying that he had dumped her because he had found someone on the Challenge UK called Zara that he's now dating. Um, And Kaz Crossley, who was on Love Island UK 4, who I know as the ex-girlfriend of Theo Campbell and the ex-girlfriend of your boy, boy. not, not my boy, Ryan's actual boy, Josh Denzel. Yeah. Um, Now, what did we think of the female cast on this? I was quite excited for some of them. Um, I was very excited for Kaz Crossley because I think she's been rumoured on the main show before. Um, Mm. And I do feel like competitively, they did really well, um, the girls, especially because they didn't know what they were letting themselves in for. Yeah. Which was the really, really lean one who was decent at running? Danny? No. Zara. No, Zara. Zara. The posh yeah. yeah. I'd like her to go on the main show. I think she'd be a bit chaotic, but she's also incredibly, like, in incredible shape. So I think she'd hold up a really good fight. Um, but it's, this is hard. It was, it was, I went in blank, didn't know any of them before. Shock horror. Um, <laughs> and... I remember little bits and pieces of them. I remember Ella saying she doesn't do anything at home but sit and look pretty, which I found quite funny. Mm. I remember Arabella wishing she'd spent more time on mountain bikes even though her dad owned a shop. Oh, and actually, no, I liked Arabella because she (laughs) did throw someone in, betray them, get immediate payback and just kind of accept it but constantly look to stab other people. Actually quite liked her. Not (laughs) not literally stab in case anyone is being a bit of a dick. Um, Ryan, no stabbing. Um... And then the rest, mate, honestly, very little. Who was the really who was the one who did the first elimination and then got um and seemed to get injured quite a lot? Shin Splint lady. Uh Courtney. She seems sweet. Mm. Heart went out to her a little bit. But it's really hard to make an opinion. Make, I mean, make an impression, I think. So in- interesting what you said about like they threw themselves in and they didn't really know what they got themselves in for. It was like when Kaz was um blowing up on that one that she did with Curtis with the puzzle and it wasn't mm. I mean there's like don't get me wrong there's plenty it, it's still Kaz plenty K, you mean yeah yeah Kaz K yeah. sorry 
it's still plenty of running, of course, and I am an unfit human being who would not have been, been able to do that much running, but it seemed to me like they, she literally had no idea what she was up for because you would have imagined that she, like, she seemed to have not done any prep, physical prep for that, um, and you know, you would have thought that she would have done at least a sum, and she blew up in that, in that challenge pretty early on. Yeah, I think... I think it's hard, I think, being on a show that doesn't have much vision in the UK. I assume when they were offered it, their agent said, this is a huge show over in America. Yeah. If you win it, you get the opportunity to compete on a global scale. Do you want to do it? Your fee is 10 grand. Yeah, sure. But you still would have um, the agent would be able to get some information to how much work they might want to put in ahead of time. Um, I think, interestingly, with the girls, when it came to competing, they, they were really fantastic. Yeah. The thing, and, you know, again, it's one of these, uh, maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but the thing classic that they... Classic this massive, podcast. Exactly, classic this <laughs> podcast. The thing that they massively missed out on more than far more than the boys did was any sort of game talk. So mm. obviously some of the girls had personality and they were decent narrators in their in their um, in their in their uh, you know confessional thank you lost the word there. Um <laughs> but what they lacked hugely was any sort of game, game talk, uh game strategy, being involved in any sort of alliance. And sure, the main the, the the one alliance we had was to split up the brothers and to get both the brothers out. And then Tristan joined it afterwards. And so it wasn't really, didn't really concern the girls. But mm. then at the same time, because of the way that the, the because of the way the series panned out with the pairs and it got changed every time, in the Australian one, even in the US one, it was very much a thing of oh you've got to be careful because if you throw this person in you might be with their the next time you might be with the person they're in an alliance with because of because of the algorithm but this time it didn't really matter no because the, the women had nothing to do with the game strategy i agree and i think as well um the the thing that we saw quite a lot on challenge australia but mainly challenge usa with the algorithm was we need to get this couple out because i don't want to be paired with this person next time we're in a final whereas yeah. if we look at all the women that were on this show they all did bloody well at all the challenges so it didn't really matter <laughs> yeah, who you were paired yeah. with because they were all going to do really well like they were as far as competitive they were a really good group of women yeah i think there was a bit where they say Ellen's definitely the weakest or something. And I was like, she's Ella. not... Ella, sorry. And then I was like, okay, cool. The gap between her and the next one is not that big. So good casting in that sense. Mm. But she won Peaky Blinders, which is, you know, quite a physically enduring challenge. And you have to use your brain. So, like, yeah. she wasn't particularly weak. And I think that is one thing that I did really like was how you know, physically and mentally good the females were as challengers. But I think what Ryan said is completely true. It could have been any one, two, three, four, five, six, any eight, you know, good competitors. And it wouldn't have made a difference to the game because basically the whole game was based around what the boys wanted to do. 
which I think was a bit of a shame. Um, if we look at the boys, we've got um, the Pritchard brothers, AJ and Kurt- Curtis. Uh, you'll know why I did it in that voice, Ryan. Curtis. Um, <laughs> so we've got AJ and Curtis. We've got Ashley McKenzie, Marcel from Love Island, uh, Lockie from The Only Way is Essex, um, Callum from Ibiza Weekender, and X on the uh, Peak, I think he was on, or X on the Beach USA. Um, one person that really shocked me in a really positive way, and I believe he got a lot of coaching from Kyle before this season started, uh, Nathan, and then Tristan uh, Phipps from Made in Chelsea. I do feel like as far as the game, the boys made this season. Yeah, 100%. You know, as I said before, as I said a minute ago, obviously those four boys decided to be between them that their, the best strategy was to get rid of the, the, the two brothers. Now, I don't think that they knew that they were strong necessarily when they made that decision. I just think that they knew voting-wise at some point, if they come up against the brothers, the brothers Probably, will yeah. get rid of them. So yeah. they, it was smart because it's a it's you know it's it's the only alliance that there probably could have been going in apart from when it comes to if anybody been on the same series of anything together which we always know is a thing but it did that didn't really seem to be the case as it happens um the brits seemed very much more just you know whoever you happen to be friendly with apart from when it came to the brothers they wanted them out mm. george I agree. Thank you. Um, Because even even like uh, Nathan and um, Tristan are completely two completely different shows, and they seem to be mates. So I think certainly in the British scene, it's very much a case of you know they all know each other because you just do with the well, yeah. But that's like you say. I know that Geordie Shaw and The Only Way is Essex are made by the same production company, but, oh. you know, all of these people are kind of on the same level of celebrity. They all go to the same events. Yep. You know, I think Nathan went through, like, I know this person because of this, I know this person because of this, I know this person because of this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. yeah that's right. Um, so, you know, we did have a few moments, like, with Nathan and Cassie when he was like, well, if you vote me in, then our real friendship's gone, and Blah 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 blah. But um, if we look he at the boys, and he didn't call her a terrorist, so it's fine. Terrorist of love. Terrorist. <laughs> if we if we look at the boys, I do think if you're using this as a casting pool for the main season, let's go through them. I think Lockie did really well. TJ would have loved him because he's not a quitter. I'm very confused as to how he didn't get medically disqualified. Yeah, I've no. Face on the first episode. Yeah, he broke his face. Like, I mean, he said he. Dis- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he did well. <laughs> no, no, no. But in the sense of like, he didn't he bitch on. about it. He was yeah. just like, oh, okay, let me go into this physical elimination. Did he? Did he not say he like broke, like dislocated his eye sockets? He he broke both eye sockets. That's like, you know, when boxers do that, they have surgery in about six months, kind mm. of territory and yet here he was just doing another doing an elimination and he's looking you know how, it was like a whole brawl you know how it happened was when he fell into the water he landed face first on the other guy's helmet oh at speed Ow. so i think i think that's someone that 
TJ would have been like, oh, you are a badass. I want to see you again. If if anyone like has a hint of not wanting to do anything, we'll kick him off and bring you back in. Like I think he's <laughs> someone that I think he could he could get a shot on the main season. Yeah, but then because the season's gone for six months, by that point you're like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true. Um, yeah, he's um, entertaining as well. I mean, he's not someone I've you know, you know I know too much, but he's, he's he is entertaining. There's no doubt. Um, Curtis. He, did not embarrass himself. Well, kind of, but like he, he didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't call him that. I, I saw no redeeming quality. To me, he's a bit fat, clumsy, and uh, broke and wasn't very funny. Oh, fair enough. Um, Curtis Pritchard. Do we all agree he doesn't exist in this realm without AJ? Yeah, his brother carried him. I reckon that the uh, the agent got a call, and they said, "Can we have AJ? It's ten grand." And the agent went, I'll give you both of them for 15. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I mean, funnily enough for me, because as I say, I knew Curtis, I didn't know AJ. And hated him. Yeah. I wasn't aware of AJ's existence before this. Um, I'd also like to say, look, sorry, Lockie's actually not fat. That was rude. He's um, actually absolutely shredded. Yeah, I know. That was a real dick comment by me. Um, um, is AJ famous then? Is AJ like quite well known or? AJ was a professional dancer for about five or six seasons on Strictly, which is the British version of um, Dancing with the Stars. I mean, if someone like, you know, Derek Hoff's really big over there, he's kind of that level. But then he left because he wanted to become like the next presenting duo with his brother, but they've just gone on to do more reality shows together. I thought he was a great addition. Well, we'll come to him because um, oh. we need we need to talk oh. about Marcel Somerville from Love Island and Blazing Squad. Um, I thought he was quite charming. Like couple of couple of one lines at the start. Like I've recently become a dad. Going to use my dad energy to make the rest of the boys in the house support me. Like didn't do anything outstanding, but I think you get him to be quite a good like B character. Few good one-liners, not nice guys, so rootable for. Yeah, and okay. and he can join the dad alliance, but be one of the first to be voted out because he's the weakest of the dad alliance. <laughs> I love the idea of the dad alliance. Okay, we come to the first person that I would love to see. Well, the first of the boys that I'd love to see on a main challenge, Ashley McKenzie. I yeah. think. He would piss everyone off and they would all like, because he's quite small, they wouldn't realise how good he's going to be. And then he would just start tearing people apart. A bit like Troy in Challenge Australia, but a twatty version. <laughs> yeah, because Troy was like the nicest bloke in the yeah. world. Was actually that good as a competitor? Actually, what's, yeah. what's his gold medal in? Um, it's... I can't remember which martial art. I think it's judo. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, he's got a couple of got a couple of day. He would imagine if he was on a um, double agents truck ch uh, the truck challenge roadkill in like mm. episode three, and he just like flips Fessy off with one go. He's a judo person. <laughs> That'd be That'd so be good. I think he would be. I think he would have value because he's kind of thinks he's way smarter than he is but he isn't a dumbass he's quite I think he would go at people I don't think he'd sit on his laurels and you're right you could probably back it up 
Yeah, yeah. Levi. Good shout. Good shout. I think he's got a bit of that like small man, angry, angry man syndrome as well. Going. Well, let's going just check. Forward. Levi, do you know him from the weekly meetings? Yeah, it's just uh, it's me, Ashley, Derek K, and we just sit around and chat, really. <laughs> that sounds really nice. <laughs> um, now let's go to George's favourite, George's MVP of the season, AJ Pritchard. Yeah! He was Mr. Backs Against the Wall Alliance on his own the whole time. It's automatically the person I identify I like the most. I find them interesting. Uh, it's also him being his brother is a like obviously I have no context right. There's mm. a good like six inches in height between them and like probably about yeah. twenty kilos. That is a that was a really good win. It was excellent. Yeah. I felt exactly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. That... <laughs> Ryan, why were you so happy that he beat his brother? No. no, but in fairness, like generally, I thought, oh, Curtis looks like he'll win this because of the size difference. But Curtis seems like a bit of a buffoon. That is a perfect, perfect description of Curtis. <laughs> um, I think one of the one of the cool things was having AJ and Curtis on the show and actually having... I never thought they'd be able to get the two of them against each other because it takes, yeah. like, a lot. You have to have one of them lose and then at the same time have one of the Alliance win. And I actually thought brother versus brother. I know we've had cousin versus cousin we've had girlfriend versus girlfriend but there was something about brother versus brother because you never really get it in combat there was also though there was a pretty bit where mark Wright goes and the first time i'm a challenge uk brother versus brother dude <laughs> episode two like <laughs> this, this is kind of the first time but this is also the first, well, the first one of these eliminations. <laughs> it's like, yeah. imagine, you know, when it's like, oh, the hottest days since records began. That first mm. year, records began. That would be a fucking <laughs> year. Just kept getting broken every day from January yeah. to June. And it was, yeah. Honest, yeah, it was honestly the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> no, but it was, it was really interesting. It was interesting to know how hard they were going to go. And like whether their brotherly love for each other was going to get in the way of the, the someone wanting to win enough. But they did go hard because, you know, Nanny and Nanny's cousin, Nicole, when they were against each other, you know, they let each other pass. I felt yeah. Nanny and Casey, you and know, didn't Nanny Casey let Nanny won. win the second yeah. round just so Nanny had a yeah. win in there? Whereas this, asked, it was like they went for and it. And then asked if she wanted to win the whole thing. Yeah. Whereas this, they actually went for it. And I think it... It was it was interesting to see. Okay, next person. Uh, can I just saw... say, by the way, yeah. this is like that elimination was a prime example of the kind of thing I say when Curtis thinks he's intelligent when he went for a fucking drop kick in in the last was it the yeah. last round right at the beginning and it was like that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen anyone do. Mm. Really? Oh, yeah, you don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't the stupidest thing I've ever seen anyone do, of course. But in the context, it was not a smart move on how you play paleo ball. Oh, and it was it was the third pato brawl elimination you'd seen in about a month as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not month, about week. It felt like a week, the longest week of my life. For a week. <laughs> um, the, first, the next most I've ever heard Pato in my life since I used to play with AC Milan a lot on FIFA 2004. Nice. Oh, excellent. I like that. 
I like <laughs> that, George. The footballs. Um, so the next person I would give the award of new new hot UK guy of the challenge. Uh, Callum was everything that you want in a challenge competitor, I think. 100%. Which one was he? Loads of tattoos, right? Loads of tattoos, stupid tattoos on his face. Um, ended up in some relationship with Ella. He he was responsible for my favourite line of the season with the Wisdom Oz Alliance of one of us has no courage or is basically a cowardly lion. I've clearly got no brain. And Ashley has no heart. So I'm just like, you actually made this work really well. And yeah, it was quite the moment we got away with it. Yeah, he was excellent. Um, you know, obviously a bit messy with the relationship, whatever you want to call it. Um was in an alliance, was really interesting, was a good competitor. Yeah, he had everything, I think. Um, now, the next one shocked me. Um, and the reason they shocked me is because I have seen them on their show. It, they shocked me in the same way that Carl shocked me. Their show is all about going out and getting drunk. And I just thought there's no way, like in Carl's first season, that I thought he would do particularly well. <laughs> well done, Nathan Henry. I, I was excellent. so impressed. Yeah. Also, let's be honest as well, on first first impressions as well, he's not quite as shredded as the other guys. Like, I thought he would really struggle. And he was great and very funny. Yeah, also his six-pack was surgically created. <laughs> what? That's not yeah. fair. I spent fucking years getting one of those. And I'm just eating two wraps, eating two wraps so it's gone again. <laughs> And again, he was, he was really interesting because he had the alliance, but then he had so many other friends everywhere else. And he was kind of caught between two camps because he was kind of friends with the brothers and he was friends with Tristan and everything was going on with him. He politically played it really well. Perfectly. And then when he was put into elimination, he didn't he beat Ashley in yeah. Bulls yeah. In? Was it Bulls In? Yeah, Bulls In, yeah. Yeah, which really impressed me because I thought Ashley would have had that Horacio speed. Uh, Ashley's tiny though, isn't he? Yeah, he's part of part of the um, self help group that I'm in. <laughs> self help yourself to things from a top shelf because you're all there. <laughs> no, that's not self help. That's they need help now. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't want to join in the bullying, and then I just got dragged in. We 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 call our group a little bit of help. <laughs> A little help goes a long way. We I have very you... short meetings. We have very oh, short I meetings. Gonna, I was going to say, I refer to you as the short tempers, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very small size group. Um, and then if we go to our final person, someone who had absolutely no impact on the show, but then, sorry to ruin it, George, won the whole thing. Uh, Tristan. Literally... Uh, you know, look, we had the discussion last week when we were talking, or the couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about the final and the possibility of Anissa winning the final when we, when some people didn't think that she might have deserved it. And now we talked about you've got to be in there and you've got to, you know, as if you last the course, you deserve to win or come close or whatever. I cannot make that argument for Tristan. <laughs> Literally, you survived four episodes. And then, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was excellent at the final. He blew the, the other lads apart. Well, oh, just so disappointing. But he was, um, he's, he's, he's ex-army, right? Yeah. And you put him in elimination, he's going to crush you. 
Well, I think that's the thing is, he played it very well that he didn't excel at any of the challenges, but he didn't do badly in any of the challenges. You think he and was holding back? I think he knew that the Wizard of Oz were going against the brothers. And yeah. he thought, let them play off against each other, stay quiet in the background, get a little friendship with Nathan, who seems to have a good kind of political sway with everyone in the house, slide through to the final and then use everything that you did in the army to absolutely smash the final. Yeah, the, right. only, the only way he might have gone into an elimination is if the alliance had won, not Nathan, and they'd have, and um, AJ had lost and they used yeah. Tristan to get him out. But other than that, there was he was he was always going to just kind of skate on by. As yeah, long as AJ also, was still in, as long as AJ was still in the show, he was never going into elimination. He's playing your percentages right. He's mm. got a. He just doesn't have to come last, and yeah. he's clearly yeah. good enough to not come last. He didn't. He didn't add much to the show, but he played the game perfectly. Yeah, I think he'd be interesting to go into. If he was in a longer season, they'd eventually... Which he will be on March the 8th. <laughs> How long is um, World Champion? Oh, fuck. Are we Ten... podcasting about that? No, no, no. Please, God, <laughs> Thank no. God. I, I literally can't. I'm so... Yeah. I actually, <laughs> um, it's I 10 episodes. Not, I actually might not watch any of it and then try and binge it as well. because really No, fun. no, we're going to watch some in Chicago. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. With, um, sorry, Ryan. We'll dial you in. Fine. Okay, so <laughs> let's just... So we, we've talked about the cast. <laughs> we've talked about the cast. Let's say whether or not we feel they'd be good on a challenge season. So we'll start with the first eliminated and then go up. So Ashleen, do you reckon she'd be worth it on, the first, on a real season? I think, unfortunately, no, even though she seems quite nice. Have you not seen her on our other shows? No. She is horrendous. Oh, and yeah, let's bring her on the main show. I need more bastards in there. <laughs> um, what was what was like her her big like well known phrase from Big Brother Seven? It was like it was something like she turned to Nikki Graham, rest in peace. Um, she sadly passed away last year. I think she said, "You better know yourself. You talk to me, little girl." Well, she's that series. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, she was that series. I didn't know that she goes into elimination with Laurel and gets her head put for a wall. (laughs) Um, So, so Ashleen, no from George. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I think I'm. I'm I'm kind of the same. She didn't really um, do quite as much, uh, quite enough. But maybe on a a longer series, I don't know. I'm going to go with no for now. Uh, Lockie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind a bit actually. I really um, like them. so, like, I still think one of my favorite first episodes is the um guy from Battle of the X's one who kept falling off the beam when he was covered in honey. Right, great series. We're trying to find a way for you to get that actually. And it is just quite <laughs> have it funny. Have it. And Josh obviously is clumsy and fucking hilarious when he does badly yeah. at things. Um, yeah, I, I, I go with that. Also, Lockie was quite nervous when he was chatting to people. It was quite sweet and endearing. Yeah, to me, he would he would get on. He'd luckily survive getting voted in for the first elimination, accidentally go into the second by volunteering himself and lose immediately without the other player doing anything. Was he the one who flirted with someone on the first episode and then... Yeah, Arabella Chief. Yeah, he's messy as hell. Let the, get let him the, in! Let the chaos begin! 
Get him in the house. Um, oh, I would oh, love also, to... Can we do a... Can we do, there's a very good rule where if you're trying to remove someone from an international sports squad, you have to say who they, who they go in for. So can we do that for like ride or dies? Who would you replace them for to oh, make the season Bessie. more fun? No, Bessie. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping Fessy. Um, uh, do you know what? Right. Uh, oh, oh, no, I love Tommy Bracco. It won't be Tommy Bracco. See, it's probably going to be Tommy for me. <laughs> yeah, Lockie can go in for Tommy. Um, let, let's. I'd like to see Lockie go on to Challenge 39. Uh, the challenge kindred spirits. He'd be paired up with Olivia because they both have broken faces. Um, <laughs> and that would basically be the theme. You'd stick you'd stick Courtney with uh, Anissa, constant leg injuries. Um, it would be fantastic. Uh, Kaz Kamwi, I don't remember anything she did in the show besides struggle. No, absolutely. Didn't she win? No, that's no. Kaz Crossley. Also, the challenge seems to have this innate ability to find people with properly random names, but find two of them at the same time. <laughs> like we have ha- ha- Ryan and O'Brien. Yeah, but no, they had two Ambers one season. Ambers not that weird a name. No, but it's not a name that you'd go. Oh, let's cast two Ambers. How can we find two Ambers in the reality? Yeah, space? when you have two Johnnies or Johns or whatever, you understand why that happens. But yeah. two Ambers yeah. seems like there's not enough. There's, more, there's enough people that you shouldn't need to cast two Ambers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Ryan first for this one. Curtis, um, I, you know what? It's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need more people I hate to watch. <laughs> But maybe you'd start liking some of the other ones if you had enough hate for Curtis. That's that is true. Yeah, yeah. I'd really How much talk- would you have loved Mora on this show? Oh my god, that would have been absolutely incredible. Oh my god, they need to do one where they team up Mora with Huey. Oh, it would be so Irish. It would be amazing. Oh, it would it'd be so be good. Um, awesome. What do you? Tommy Fury on this would have been so interesting, uh, not because he's interesting as a personality, he has very little of that, but just would have been interesting. But 10 grand or 7 million? Uh, probably take the 7 million. Exactly. Uh, George Curtis, would you uh, put him in? Yeah, I think he I think he deserves a go, and I would replace him for Nam. Nam was in this season? Yeah, we're going to create challenge season 39, people who Ryan hates. Yeah. Um, can <laughs> I ask, hold though? On, hold on. You're going to say something like you'd replace Nam, knowing that you're going to Chicago to see Brian. Are you to just stay with ho- Brian. To stay with Ryan. Are you just hoping he doesn't listen to this episode? Oh, he'll definitely listen. He loves this podcast. He is our <laughs> number one fan. It is very sweet. Lauren, I think, tolerates us because she needs because <laughs> mainly because she doesn't like other women, as evidenced <laughs> by her post the other day. Jesus um, Christ, I have told some people about that, and they're like, "Fuck me, I'm meeting this person in Chicago. She's gonna kill you." <laughs> <laughs> that that won't be too bad because then I get the full suitcase on the way back. Um, so. <laughs> Um, instead, Chicago Bulls gear. <laughs> oh god, I bought so much of it. Um, so actually, instead of trying to sub them in for someone from Ride or Dies, uh, here's a question for you, George. If you casted Curtis on a future season, would you do it on his own or would he have to have AJ? Oh, yeah, AJ's getting casted for me. AJ yeah. was an excellent addition to this mm. season. 
Um, Danny Menzies. So he's really angelic, which I quite like. I love him against Turbo in Elimination, like polar opposites. And so I think, funnily enough, I was thinking Ashley as a Turbo replacement is not quite as much of a dick. I mean, he's yeah, I could, I can see that. That'd be mm. quite good. Um, let's go. Danny Menzies, she was a blonde Scottish one from A Place in the Sun. I really liked her. I thought she was really good. I thought she got the game. I thought she was very good competitively. I'd like to see her get shot on a future season. Get shot? Get a shot, you idiot. Oh, thanks. Look, I had Jeremy thought you said shot. And I was like, that is very, well, that's a turn. Brian would like that idea. Um, I don't remember As with Lauren, because she, she hates women. She does hate women. I love, I love women. I don't understand why Lauren hates them all. Um, anyway, uh, I don't remember one thing this Danny person did. Ryan? Honestly. She, she genuinely surprised me because, you know, yeah. again, not, not to say just, but, you know, just a presenter. Didn't really, wasn't really expecting too much, but she was, she was excellent uh, competitive-wise. And, yeah, she was interested. She, was, she, was, she had a good personality. So, yeah, see, happily have her own again. Uh, Marcel for me would just be another Casey. Good competitor, bit boring, nice person. Ah, oh, I'm in a space for that though. Yeah, and Casey has it. Okay, it's Marcel for Casey. Fine. Um, slightly more charming than her. <laughs> um, Ella. Yeah. <laughs> You fancied her so much, I can tell. No, I think she'd be. I should think she'd be a fucking grenade. I'm picturing like love triangles going on, her in the middle of it, secretly knowing what she's doing to make like two opposing teams fight. I, I, yeah, I think she'd be entertaining. And Ryan, she could replace Emmy. They don't have to replace anyone, don't worry. Oh, okay, cool. I remember this is for future time. seasons. This is for future seasons. Um, <laughs> I think, are we all with Ashley on a yes? Ashley McKenzie? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah of course I am. Yeah. Um, I thought Arabella was brilliant. And yeah, you'll know this more than us, Ryan. Does she have like a like combustible side from Love Island? Yeah, I, I I can't remember exactly, but she definitely had a um, um, yes. Yeah, she she because she was she was really forthright when she was like a late person that mm. came in. She basically didn't care about like um, was she Casa Moore? Uh, not Casa Moore, but she was just like a bombshell. Um, so she didn't she didn't care about like uh, pissing people off, basically, um, from what I remember. And you um, could tell like she'd get a bit salty if someone like did her over like she did with Lockie. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. And you know, she—I thought she was a good. She good was a decent, decent narrator as well. Yeah. Um, um, we. I think we've all said yes to AJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, MVP. MVP of the season by miles. Yeah, I think because especially because he had that kind of surprise factor about him as well. Mm. Um, Courtney, I thought great competitor. I think she'd struggle in a three-month season. You're just kidding. mentally and shin splints. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't need her on my TV. I think I think it'd be hard to watch her actually. Mm. Uh, Ryan Courtney, Courtney shin splints is a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan. Yeah, I kind of agree on the basis that I just I don't think that she she would get through. And obviously, you know, 
plenty of people haven't been able to make it yeah. and it makes good television, but knowing that they're not going to make it in the first place doesn't yeah. necessarily, isn't a good thing. Um, I want Callum on my TV screen ASAP. Yeah, 100%. He tattooed, tattooed one. Tattooed, tattooed Callum, no, yeah. Tattooed no brain, as we were referring yeah. to him. Um, yeah. Just thinking, just would make things way more energetic. And he probably want... really pulled people off, which would be quite I, fun. Yeah. Like a socially like... acceptable Blair, Blair, not Blair, Tony Blair would be terrible on this show. <laughs> I feel like he'd bring um, like almost original Corey vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. Oh, yeah, right. Tony. Nice. I do think Tony Blair actually was one of the originators of War of the Worlds with uh, his, <laughs> with his ride or die George W. Bush. But the less we talk about politics, the better. Um, and then if we move to the uh, the last four, so we've got our runners up, or as we like to call them, the uh, the UK Challenge MVPs, because they will be the MVPs for the Challenge World Championships, uh, Zara and Nathan. Nathan, yes. Zara, I'll be interested to see how she does in the uh, World Championships because I didn't get much of a personality from her. Competitively, incredible personality, bit quiet. I think there was just enough from Zara that she would be interesting. Like that mm-hmm. conversation in the kitchen with AJ was quite good. Um, I think if someone betrays her, and I, she would fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And Nathan, definitely 100%. I want to see him on a main season. Yeah. Do you think he would do well on a main season? Yes. Yeah, I think I think because everyone in the house would love him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Competitively, that you might you you might be able to pose some questions, but he did come through all of those challenges pretty well. He beat Callum in the final. Did, did he shot? Did he shine because there was space for him to? And like there was limited other personalities in that house. Yes, but also he is very much the most overbearing male personality on Geordie Shore. So he's yeah. not someone that fades into the background. Cool, fair enough. Um, Kaz Crossley, I thought, was brilliant. I would love Kaz Crossley on a main season, obviously. As the winner of the Challenge UK, we will be seeing her on the Challenge World Championships. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see her on a longer season. Yeah, I mean, as long as she hasn't been um, detained in Dubai for any longer, uh, it'd be great to see her on a longer series. She has been released from the Dubai prison. Uh, uh, yeah, I am aware. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm just trying to look at George to see if he knows what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so Kaz Crossley does um, a lot of humanitarian work in Thailand. Oh. Okay, and it's interesting because it's quite the dichotomy of humanitarian and reality TV influencer. And there has become a time Jordan now. Wisely. Pardon? Jordan Wisely. Exactly, exactly. But there, what happened last time she was on her way to Thailand was her two worlds collided, so to speak, um, because she was one of the influencers that went out to Dubai um, during the the old oh, pandemic, when when Dubai was a bit more open, and she was filmed by, um, from what she says, an ex doing something in Dubai. Oh, sorry, 
Um, I mean, we can see snorting a white powder because that's literally what. Yep, yeah, we can see her snorting a white powder. We don't know what the white powder is, but that video circulated in Dubai. Her name was on a list when she changed in the UAE uh, for her flight to Thailand. Her passport, the name on her passport, triggered. She got put in a um, Dubai prison for a week, um, and she has been released without charge. And she is probably, I think, now in Thailand doing her humanitarian work. Um, so, you know, hopefully with all of that behind her, she can carry on her life. There was no charge. We want to make that clear. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her on the Challenge World Championships. She has claimed that uh, she thinks the video was leaked by an ex, but she's yeah. also said that it was not Theo Campbell. So do not uh, throw shade at uh, our Lord and Saviour, Theo Campbell. Yes. Are they going to be on the same season then? Yes, they are. Why do you think they cast him? Nice. Oh, well, she's responsible for bringing Theo back to my screen. I love her. <laughs> um, although they were both cast on Celebrity X on the Beach UK, so they've already had that chat on TV. So they're basically going to have to oh, I probably care, I don't care about them redo being back that. together. I just care about Theo being back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page there. Um, and what about Tristan? I'm interested to see what he does in the world because... If he can show a bit more personality, along with how good he is competitively, you know, he could go on to be a, a future cast member, or he could go on to be a Jenny West. Oh, yeah. Miss yeah, her. I mean, I, I, I think before the final, I would have said, absolutely, I do not want to see him back on my yeah. screen. And obviously, even in the final, it's not like he showed much personality. But based on competitiveness, the, he absolutely smoked everyone in that final. Yeah. Um, and he obviously is quite intelligent. He's obviously physically a beast. Um, strength would be interesting to watch him go up against a Fessy or, or, or someone like that. But generally speaking, I think he's got a lot of the tools that you need. Um, How big is he? He's tall. Uh, isn't he? He's very tall. Let me have a look. Does it he's say... Like tall, tall but wiry, right? Yeah. yeah. But tall I reckon he's like you in that he's tall... And he looks like both lean and built at the same time. So he's probably got quite a lot of strength. And I imagine he also like the, likes the rugby's Because um, he's posh. Army, army, people, army people tend to. And yeah. posh people tend posh to. People I'm tend actually to. surprised, George, he's not just one of your actual human friends. <laughs> <laughs> really can't, but it's actually very surprising. I don't have a friend called Tristran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, did so anyone find it? He's missing from my private school bingo. <laughs> did, did anyone think it was quite interesting in the final? Bingo. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> did anyone think it was quite interesting in the final, having watched the uh, the Ride or Dies final, that no one noticed the pattern of that we all obviously yeah. know now. Um, we definitely still understand the pattern. I don't have a fucking clue what that was. No, no idea what it was. <laughs> I but, but none of them spotted it. And it was the same on the Australian one. None of them yeah. spotted the pattern. And I presume the pattern was the same. I'll tell you what, Brian will be wanking himself silly hearing you say pattern so many times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've not said button or uh, what was the other? There was another one as well. Button he liked. I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah. Um, pattern? Maybe. Trollop. I'm just going to say Trollop because... Yeah. Trollop is a very good word. Um, so, I mean, we've now talked about the cast. I think it was a very, very good cast that they put in. Um, and um, yes, George, you may go for a wee. Yay! <laughs> um, 
And I'll, I'll speak about this with Ryan. Um, I think it was a really, really good cast they put in. I think one of the good things about UK reality TV is that they all know how to play the reality TV game. And I think we saw that with this cast. I think the Australians, there were a few that were a bit... Uh, um, and the Americans, the Challenge USA, they were all a bit... Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a good cast. They looked like they were enjoying themselves. My understanding is it was only a two weeks of filming, so no wonder they all looked fresh and weren't fed up with the whole thing. Um, but yeah, if if we if we look at you know the season, this is something that we we've talked about. We've watched a lot of these before, haven't we, Ryan? Um, yeah. So if we look at the um, actual challenges themselves, we have Meet Me Halfway, which we saw on Ride or Dies. We had Peaking Blinders, which we saw on Ride or Dies and The Challenge Australia. We had Getting Tired, which... What was Getting Tired again? Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to remember which one that one is. It was <laughs> one by... Oh, no, it was like that night challenge that they did on The Challenge Australia where they yes. had to get tires and tokens. Yeah, yeah. And those uh, one of the pairs basically got nothing because yeah they they spent too on, long on the difficult puzzle on the, on, on the eight the eight puzzle, yeah which I again that is one because that was used as a challenge and in the final about mm. I think every time so I feel like I've seen that so many times like more I'm than actually anything. I'm surprised they didn't do that challenge on ride or dies because it's a big setup. Yeah, it's you, you've, it's an interesting point actually that they didn't yeah. do that. Um, so we had getting tires, which we'd seen on the Australian version, yeah. um, and then Ryan, do you feel like you're now seeing Frozen Senseless in your dreams? Oh my god, I have seen so many people get in so many ice baths and explain um, how to what what blocks are going which directions so many times. Yeah, it's. Um, so, and I think that's one of the things that we talked about is that we have seen a lot of these challenges before, which is why I feel like, I do feel it was smart that they just pulled all, the, all their budget from all the seasons. Of course, you know, yeah. Because <laughs> then you can pay for better better competitors. You can, you know, give a nice little prize fund out. Um, but I think, you know, that did dampen the whole thing as far as it goes with the enjoyment of hardcores like us who were going to watch everything regardless. I think what's interesting as well is if you had said to me that all the challenges were the same or mostly the same for the US version, for the Australian oh. version and the UK version, I would have thought that makes total sense. And then the watch them ride all. or dies would have been completely separate. That yeah. would have all made sense to me. But weirdly... And I guess this must have been to do with the, the the filming schedule or whatever it was. The fact that the US version was the one that was separate is what surprised me and what makes it almost not make any sense. And I think <laughs> like the bigger problem is the fact that we had the full original long ride or die series right in the middle of this all, which was exactly the same as the Oz and the UK. Were you I, upset we didn't get the weird bus journey one where everyone threw up on this? Yeah, it was a good challenge, in fairness. Yeah. George, did you... Could have done some coaching. 
<laughs> uh, George, what do you think of the, the entire, entire chat? What, what are we, we talking about? We were just talking about each challenge and how we'd seen all of them at least once before, either on Australia or on um, Ride or Dies. I've not actually seen Challenge Argentina. I'm not going to because I do not speak Spanish. But I would assume that all of these are on those as well. Um, I think the way they did it is I think Challenge Challenge Ride or Dies obviously has the biggest budget. They couldn't make Ride or Dies in USA similar because they're going to be watched by a lot of similar people. So they thought, pull the small budgets from the Argentinian, UK and Australian one and just film it all straight after. Uh, also, and just use the same stuff it massively de-risks it right it's why they can probably put the challenge uk on channel five at 11 o'clock and it still probably made the money yeah exactly um and then if we look at the arena games i am actually i quite like the ones that they picked we had not so fast which is a challenge staple pato oh, brawl which i loved terribly but yeah it, the, yeah. the knots would it was an mm. awful version of it um, Pato Brawl with the brothers. That was Which excellent. Which is good. It's, well, a, good. it's a good elimination, and it was a good episode of that yeah. elimination. Yeah. Um, ball and chain, I would have preferred if that one got swapped with, you know, the one where they have to throw the balls at each other's heads. Yeah. But the ball and chain one, was that completely new? Have we never no, that, that was in Australia. Fuck's sake, guys. Which one was that again? Uh, the one where they had to answer the questions and then they put oh, like yes. the heavy balls. I don't. On. I don't actually like that one. I really don't oh. like that. One. I, I think that why. just plays to the fact that a lot of people on these shows are quite stupid. Yeah, which <laughs> I find really funny. The best version of that is Kyle versus some twat in War of the Worlds one, where they oh, have to yeah. answer the and then they fight over the ball. Then they fight over uh, inflatable balls and put it in a bit. War of the Worlds one has got to be the best series of eliminations. Oh yeah. Except for the spare one that was fucking dire. The which one? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turbo, what are you doing? Turbo, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, which, which in hindsight actually is not a great look having Turbo tie a woman to a chair. No. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the last one, Balls In, which is obviously a staple, and we got to see the upset of um Nathan beating Ashley, which I think was was great to see. I think Nathan really disturbed MVP, didn't he? Yeah, I would I would either say Nathan as MVP. Well, okay, let's do a male and female, Nathan and Cassie. I'm going AJ. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very close. I think if AJ hadn't come last in the final, if he came yeah. third, he would have got it. But Nathan did really well in the final. Mm. And the final obviously was exactly the same as the Challenge Australia had elements of the challenge ride or dies. I would assume that the challenge Argentina one's exactly the same. You know, a good four, five hour final as far as what they were doing. Um, I quite liked how close the women were. What was it, like 59 seconds or one minute, yeah, one second? It was, it was really close. It was a minute, wasn't it? Or, or slightly, just under a minute, yeah. Yeah, George is looking at his phone because he hasn't actually finished watching the final yet. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think... You know, if we look at it, there were there were things that they did that they could have done better. But I think if you're looking at it for what they actually did it for, which was for me, this was more of more about the challenge worlds 
than it sure. was about the Challenge UK. And I think their idea was, if we do it short season, we put it on a nothing o'clock in the UK and it does well, well, then we can, you know, piggyback a UK season off all the other seasons that we do. Um, and if the Challenge World Championships is going to be a thing and they're going to keep doing this because it's not that much more expensive for them to do these extra ones in different yeah. countries. Yeah. Um, and I also think the more we've talked about it, I'm not going to lie. I think I messaged you guys and went, I would have enjoyed this if it was 10 episodes, but I did still quite enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, again, for me, I think that's probably the thing that is was missing the most. I could have done with a few more episodes. Um, but as we've all kind of said, we are quite challenged out. So yeah. in the end, it probably yeah. works out quite well for us. Yeah. George, are you watching Challenge on your phone? No, I was thinking... Again, while talking about it, I, I actually agree with Ryan, definitely. If this had come out of the blue and I'd had a 10-episode season to binge, great. Um, you did. I it was called The Challenge about... Australia. <laughs> yeah, I was so done by that point as well, to be honest. I think um, what pissed me off was the fact the Australians got a proper season and we got half a season. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's and it's not... not like we don't have enough reality TV stars. We have a lot of them. Yeah. We have too many. I think what they need what would be really interesting right is if next season mm. they put in proven uk competitors like rogan theo maybe not kyle actually i, I don't i think kyle might be a bit, but like people are on like three or four seasons on the main show so kaylee maybe drop them in with some other people we know could be lightning rods give them a 10 instagram but if they carry on with the same format this show will cost them nothing to produce. Exactly. So if they find one good main show cast member who can do eight or nine or ten seasons, it's worth it. It's, it's yeah. this is actually worth it. And if they're not, and if, but aren't they bringing back Real World? Like what? Aren't they bringing <laughs> back a season of Real World? Or they made it up? I think you make made that up. I heard they were bringing out Road Rules at some point, but that's never happened. Ooh. Um, but no, I do agree what you say. I mean, if you look at when we talked through the cast, there's a lot of them that we would have put in the main season. So, you know, a relatively sh cheap show to produce, it gets UK eyes on the show on Channel 5, who could then move it over to watching it if they put it on at the actual proper time on um, <laughs> MTV. I am so intrigued how many people mm. actually watched it, both on that on Channel 5 and Paramount Plus, but obviously you're not going to find out. But, it should be no. but I think we'll know if it was a success based on if they do another season. Yeah. But his question, if they do another season, George, do they go the challenge route if they put a few of these people in again and maybe some Rogans and that type and then put yeah. a few rookies or do they do a whole new cast list? No, I'm tired of not giving rookies at least two or three seasons. Like, I, I genuinely think if you show a bit of promise, like, even if you're like, no one on the Challenge UK, I mean, actually, sorry, I'd probably say 80% of the people on the Challenge UK, you should say, had done enough to earn a callback. And I think, yeah, what was it? Six, was it 16 cast members, Levi? Yeah. Keep the top 10, put 10 put like six established ones from the main show in and then another four rookies and it stays like that. You yeah. get six, 
six mainstays, ten two or three seasons, and then four rookies. And you have to live, stick religiously to that, but mm. yeah, roughly that is makes sense. So you'd keep some of the ones from this season and put them on the next season. Yeah, definitely. I think you've keep. got to build that conti- continuity of it, otherwise it just you don't get the show we love. The the challenges you can make up bits of the challenge from loads of different shows like. Well, I would just watch Gladiators because I like the physical stuff. Um, that's coming back. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, Ryan would just, you know, endlessly watch Anissa hate podcasts. Um, <laughs> sorry, I retract that. Oh, I thought there was more to that. He just no, stopped in the middle um, of the I just, I, just got, I just got distracted because I'm suddenly really tired again. Um, <laughs> but I think... Yeah, so... Trying to think of a really good example. Who was like Big T? We don't get the yeah. all the enjoyment we got. And Big T was good on effort season three, bit of a main on four, but she was worth it for the highlights of season three. So you've got to give her that like three season gap. I, I just think they're being very hasty to can rookie. I bring Kells back, for example. Kells and Priscilla, that would be ideal. Do you know yeah. who I'd bring back? Sean Lineker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Bass? No, she's just had a baby. Oh. Well, a while back, but, you know, I don't really take much Georgia interest Georgia would be life. interesting, but I, d- I doubt they get Georgia. Mm. I think... Oh, actually, although Challenge UK is probably, what, six, seven weeks of filming? Two weeks they film this one in. Yeah, but this is going to be... It's going to be a bit longer, right? Two weeks. They, no. <laughs> they could do it in a month. If they had 20 people, they could do it in a month. I mean, you could yeah. get you could get Kayla and Sam on, couldn't you? Yeah, easily. They'd be good Do for you this. Know actually, how much Kayla probably costs on this show. Okay, fine, but you could definitely get Sam on, and he's he's done a series now. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Ryan, it's okay. one episode. Right. Sam Ryan's has been great. on. You know what I mean? Like he's he's got an experience of it. He knows what it's about. Yeah, now. Sam has been on as many episodes as Sean Lineker. <laughs> that is, this is true. <laughs> um, but no, I I think it's what interesting. When I when I watched this, I enjoyed it for what it was. I tried to I tried to take it out of this six months of challenge universe that we've had and enjoy it for what it was. And I did, and I think talking to you guys has made me enjoy it more. And I would be really keen to see this this show happen again. And like George said, it barely costs him anything if we get a few challenges out of it. Why not? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Good conversation, everyone. Thank you. Well, you know, that was the Challenge UK. Um, If you haven't seen it yet, it is on the uh, Five TV app. It is on Paramount Plus UK. And as of two days ago, it is also on Paramount Plus US. And now we look forward to yet another season of the Challenge as the Challenge All-Stars comes to paramount plus on march the 8th um i'm sure i can say this because they put out the trailer today um we are going to have 14 challenge legends who will be teaming up with our 16 global challenge mvps come on george george let me just get through the outro sorry (laughs) uh who will team up with 16 global challenge mvps i'm sure you can work out in your head the maths on that one and what might happen in the first episode um 
it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Um, if you want to continue the conversation, do so over on the Challenge subreddit. Do so on our, our Instagram at Challenge React. And because this is what we do, we're going to leave you with the trailer for the Challenge World Championships. Ready? Let the global games begin. It's the biggest reality competition on Earth. March 8th, exclusively on Paramount Plus. It's all been leading to this. This is the Challenge World Championship. Woo! 16 global MVPs are competing. I'm stoked to represent Australia. Vamos, Argentina con todo! To become the first ever Challenge World Champion. This is the World Championship. It's a very high level of competition. And to avoid elimination, they'll be partnered with Challenge Legends. Here comes the big dog! These Challenge Legends have proven themselves time and time again. This game, it ain't for the weak. You are not gonna talk to me no. this way, no. period. I wish you never picked me as a partner. Everybody wanted to be on the challenge. Now you on the challenge. This game brings out the worst in people. Don't pretend that you're going to keep working with me. I'm not pretending anything, You just Kevin. did. Enough. Who will become the first ever champion of champions? The Challenge World Championship. New series streaming March 8th exclusively on Paramount+.